welcome into LSU Breakdown episode 29. Uh, it's been a long-awaited time before I could get to doing an episode of the podcast again. I had a couple of medical issues going on a few months ago, and Steve moved away uh, at the end of last year. So Steve, if you're listening to this, uh, just know I'm coming to see you next week. Um, but anyway, let's get into some LSU news here. So I wrote up an article um, a few days ago on lastwordoncollegefootball.com um, detailing the all-decade team for LSU football being from 2008 until the end of 2018. There were many, many players that I probably left off of the list that should have made the list, but I went with what I thought was the 12 best players of the last decade, both from the offensive side and the defensive side of the ball for LSU. Um, and I didn't rank them in any order. I just listed them uh, as I was going on. Um, the, the top one was Odell Beckham. And look, Beckham had a solid career. Jarvis Landry was there with him for a couple of years. And that wide receiver duo was outstanding for LSU. You know, those years uh, with Beckham and Landry, those short couple of years for LSU offensively was really, really good, even though – you know, LSU didn't make the uh, national championship those years. Uh, the production that they got out of those two players at the receiver at the receiver position were straight solid. Uh, I mean, they helped really boost the offense during those years, and it was just an all-around great turnout for the wide receiver position during that era for LSU. And that, I think both of those players really helped start the trend that LSU has going on till today with great wide receivers. I mean, you look at Jamar Chase and uh, Terrace Marshall and those guys that are there now, but you also go back to the guys that they had years ago. Uh, Beckham and Landry really started that foundation there. And I think the future is bright for LSU at wide receiver, but those two players really um, had great, solid careers, and they're both all pros in the NFL now. And LSU has done a really, really good job uh, producing NFL talent for many, many years, but those two guys at the receiver position, I think, are two of the best wide receivers that LSU has ever put in the NFL with um, the likes of Devery Henderson and a couple of other guys. Uh, and then I went to the running backs and went Leonard Fournette and Darius Geis for the running backs over the last 10 years. Uh, look, Fournette had a great career except for his couple of games against Alabama where he didn't have many yards. But overall, his career at Baton Rouge was outstanding. And then Darius Geis comes in after Fournette goes to the NFL. And Geis just tore it up on the field for the Tigers. I mean, you look at the three games that he had in his career, uh, rushing over 250 yards. And then his record setter uh, against Texas A&M with his 284 yards that broke Fournette's record by one yard. Uh, that was really, really outstanding. And Geis, you know, he got hurt last year with the Washington Redskins, didn't get to play. But looking back at his career at LSU, what he did in the power running portion of his um, rushing ability was tremendous. I mean, the way that he was able to just fight defenders off and really take the reins in the running back position was outstanding. And, you know, we can't forget about that um, that punt return to kickoff return, whichever it was, against Louisville in the bowl game where he just absolutely knocked the Louisville defender down. And it was one of the greatest um, defensive plays from an offensive player that I've seen at LSU uh, ever. 
And so Fournette and Geis, um, you know, they both had great careers, and they're both going to do great things in the NFL, but their LSU days were tremendous. Um, you know, and the look, these 12 players that I put on here, I mean, like I stated, you know, you could put many other players on here, but I just took 12 off the top of my head that I was thinking, you know, these guys had, had outstanding careers, and even though this was over a span of 10 years, it really wasn't all that difficult to pick – you know, 12 guys. I wanted to go with like 15 or 20, but you know, that might've been too lengthy and I just solidified it at 12. And then, you know, I was, I thought about adding Joe Burrow and this debate could be made. Is Joe Burrow the best quarterback at LSU in the last decade? And when you, when you look upon that, you look at what Danny Etling did, you look at what Zach Mettenberger tried to do, and look, Mettenberger was an average quarterback, Etling was, you know, a little bit better, but I think Joe Burrow coming in um, last year and not having but just a couple of months really to learn the offense and playing the way that he did and leading the team the way that he did, you could put him on that list, and even though he still has this year, this upcoming season left, um, you know, I, I think you could still put him on the list, and I think he's going to finish his LSU career in good fashion. Um, and then over on the defensive side, there's a lot of guys that I put on there, like Devin White and Patrick Peter, uh, not Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew, Jalen Mills, Greedy Williams, Grant Delpit. Even and look, speaking of Grant Delpit, if this guy doesn't win a couple of awards at the end of the 2019 season, there's a problem because Grant Delpit is probably the best defensive back in the country, um, hands down. I think he's the could be one of the top overall players in the country, regardless of position. The way that Grant Delpit plays defense is tremendous to watch. I love watching Grant Delpit play, and you know, there's speculation that he's probably going to be a top first-round pick in the NFL draft in 2020, and whether he leaves or not, we still have months to find out, but... Look, 2019 for Grant Delpit specifically is going to be a great year, and that's why I put him on the list was because of what he did last year. The way that he came in and just played solid football, he was great um, you know, for, the, for Dave Aranda's defense. He was an outstanding portion of what LSU's defense was last year, even with Devin White and Michael Divinity and Greedy Williams and all those guys. Um, I really think Grant Delpit stood out from the pack last year, even though Devin White was quote-unquote the leader on defense last year. Uh, Delpit really stood out, really played well, and I, I think he's earned his shot at winning some awards if he keeps it up in 2019. Um, and then you go back to Tyron Matthew and Jalen Mills and those guys, and specifically Tyron Matthew. Look, the Honey Badger still doesn't care. Uh, he's playing for the Kansas City Chiefs now, and he's bounced around the NFL with a, like three teams. But his days at LSU were cut short by a couple of issues, as we all know. But what he did during his time at LSU when he was playing was outstanding. I mean, Wes Miles had to have been happy with that guy. I know the whole fan base was. I was. I loved watching him play. And that little strip, whatever you want to call it, against Oregon on the punt, was tremendous that was probably his best play that he had at LSU other than the one of those sacks that he had against Kentucky uh there in Death Valley and that is what got him to the NFL even though he was kicked off of the LSU football team in 2012 
you know, he overcame the adversity. He's an all-pro now, too. And, look, his choice to go to LSU was great. He really helped out that defense during those years. And uh, he, he had a solid career, too. And then you go over to Jalen Mills and Greedy Williams and all those guys in the secondary. And all of those guys are terrific. Uh, Greedy Williams, Jalen Mills, all those guys are now NFL players. And uh, I think Greedy Williams is going to have a great crew with the Cleveland Browns. I really didn't want him to go there. But, you know, all those guys really, they really built this foundation for LSU's defense to be elite under Dave Aranda. And, look, credit Dave Aranda for what he's doing with this defense year in and year out. I mean, the guy is an outstanding coach, and I don't ever want to see him leave LSU. If it does happen, you know, I hope he gets a a head coaching job at a high-caliber program because the guy deserves it. He's a very defensive-minded guy, and the talent that he can take and just turn into NFL-produced talent is tremendous. I mean, most of the guys on that defensive side, except for probably two or three, are all Dave Aranda coach guys, um, specifically in the secondary. I mean, the the guy has helped produce great talent coming out of Baton Rouge, and I think he'll continue to do that for years to come. Um and then you take a look at Devin White, uh, the leader on LSU's defense last year. The guy took over and did his thing last year, and we all loved it. Uh, what what he did in Baton Rouge was tremendous. <clears throat> you know, I, I really wish he could have stayed for a couple more years. I wish the college rule was you could stay as long as you want because Devin White probably would. Um, you know, his devotion to the LSU football program, he loved – being in the purple and gold and you could tell that he did the way the demeanor that Devin White played with was tremendous I mean taking over the reins leading the defense in more ways than just having tackles and stuff like that I mean being the the voice of that LSU defense was something that he took a lot of pride in and he did a very very good job Um, and so that kind of takes care of the all-decade team there Uh, like I said you know I wanted to add a couple other guys but you know, I, I really thought 12 was enough, and uh, it was actually a very fun article to write up and taking a different approach on, you know, some off-season LSU uh, antics there. Now, I, I want to get into LSU's offense specifically going into 2019. Uh, under Joe Brady now, you know, I think LSU is going to I think they're going to thrive on offense in 2019. You know, yeah, they lost Nick Brissett and a couple other guys, but Burrow's back. Clyde edwards helaire is fixing to take over the the running backs, and I really think the production on offense this year, I think it's going to go in the upward side. Um, I, I think LSU can score more points per game this time around, and I think we're I think we're in for a very good season from LSU, not only from the offense, but the defense as well. Um, You know, beating UCF in the Fiesta Bowl and putting up 40 points was tremendous. It was great. But then again, putting up 72 against A&M and losing by two points in seven overtimes was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, And if we can see that kind of offensive production, I'm all for it. Because I think Joe Brady can come in and really take this offense to a different level than what we've seen in the past under Matt Canada and Cam Cameron and those horrific days. And what Steve Ensminger did last year was outstanding. But I think Joe Brady is going to put this offense in a different spot 
And I think we're going to see LSU throw the ball more because Joe Brady is more of a 